Okay, so our dilemma for the day is the following. There's a guy that's looking for a job and he's got a couple of options. Unlike uh, many people today, sadly, he actually has uh, two jobs that he's looking at and comparing the two. One of them pays a little bit more. The other one, which pays a little bit less, but one of the perks that's offered is that you get lunch. That in the business, they provide lunch for you every single day, Monday to Friday, you get lunch at work. So he's looking at the two and he thinks about it. And even though the money's better at the other one, but he thinks that the money he's going to save from not having to buy lunch. And more than that, the time and the the effort and the convenience that he saves of just going to work every day and lunch is just there. It just sounds so good. And so he decides he's going to take that job based on that, based on the fact that he is going to be saving time, money, effort, and convenience by having lunch at work every day. So he takes the job. Anyway, first day of work comes around. And of course, he shows up without lunch because he doesn't need to bring lunch. First time in his his life, he doesn't have to pack his little sandwiches or, or go out and buy lunch. And he excitedly arrives when it comes to lunchtime. Everyone goes into sort of the lunchroom there and there's a table. And on the table is set a, a smorgasbord of sushi, a huge platter of sushi for all the workers. There's just one problem. He hates sushi. He can't stand sushi. He's, he's, never, he's never liked it and he will not eat sushi. So he looks around, there's nothing else. There's just a platter of sushi. That's lunch today. What can he do? Uh, so he, he goes hungry. He didn't bring lunch. He doesn't, doesn't have lunch with him. He, he, but he says, okay, well, first day was sushi. That's just, you know, I guess bad luck. So he goes a bit hungry. And the next day comes to work. Again, not packing his lunch, excited to think what's going to be on the menu today. And he shows up to the lunchroom. And there in front of him is a beautiful table with huge platters of Sushi, again, different sushi, but sushi yet again. And he can't believe it. Two days in a row, this is ridiculous. So he asks one of his coworkers, what's the story here? The sushi again? Like, is there no variety? So the guy says, no, we have sushi every day. What? Every day? He says, yeah, there's the sushi restaurant just downstairs. They have a deal that they provide lunch every day, but it's different sushi every day. One day it's the California rolls and another day it's the nigiri rolls and every day it's something different, sometimes fish, sometimes vegetables, but it's sushi every single day. So he's exasperated. He hates sushi. He he can't stand sushi. He's never eaten sushi in his life. It, It makes him sick. And here he took this job for the convenience of having lunch that he can't eat now. So he approaches the boss. He, who hired him and he said, listen, there's a problem. I, t- I took this job on the understanding that in our contract, it says lunch is provided. I was excited about that. This is not lunch for me. I can't eat sushi and you have sushi every single day. If it was sushi one day a week, okay. But every single day sushi, I, I can't stand it. I wouldn't have taken this job if I knew that lunch meant sushi. For me, that's not lunch. That, that, it's, 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 not, it's, it's inedible. So... The boss says, well, what do you want me to do? I mean, the, the, that's, that's what we have. That's what we serve. Everyone, everyone's happy with it. So he says, well, either you get me a different lunch or you, you increase my pay that I'll buy my own lunch. But I, our agreement was you provide me lunch. 
This is not lunch. The question is, does he have a claim or is he wrong? And the boss says, bad luck, sushi is lunch, and that's it. What do you think? You can unmute yourself. I think, I think that he, there could be an argument to say that he had a responsibility to check before he took the job what kind of lunches could be provided and to see if that was suitable for him. Okay. Okay. So that's one argument. The boss could say to him, why didn't you check? You should have asked what, 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 was, what was lunch. And his, his counter argument is, I just saw lunch. Lunch to me means not just one thing that I hate, but lunch, diff- different things. It, so sh- should he have checked? Is that, is that it? Does he ever have any claim? Would, would, would anyone argue for him that he does have a fair claim that he has to be compensated for the lunch that he's now going to have to buy? No one on his side? We're all, all on the employ- employer's side? Indeed, we are. Okay. Well, I want to share with you a Mishnah. We're going to learn a Mishnah today, uh, a teaching from the Talmud, and and we'll see if we can come up with a bit of an argument for this poor sushi-hating employee. The, this this uh, is from Bava Metziah, a section of the Talmud, uh, and it's dealing with employer-employee relations. And... It says the following. It's the seventh chapter of Bav Metziah. The first Mishnah says, it's called Hasoichres Apoyalim, quite a famous Mishnah in Talmudic circles. It says the following. If one hired laborers, so you, you hired some laborers and told them to work early or to work late, says the Mishnah, he has no right to compel them to do so where the custom is not to work early or not to work late. Now the commentaries explain, what are we talking about here? We're talking about where the local custom is to work, let's say, nine to five. You hired workers and, 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 then, and then after hiring them said, oh, by the way, I want you to come in at eight and stay till six. You can't do that. If you specify that beforehand in the contract, that's one thing. But if you just hired somebody without specifying hours, the understanding is normal hours. And so if the custom, the local custom is to, to work from nine to five, then that's all you can do. You cannot expect them to work from nine to five, from, from eight to six, unless you specify that in, in advance. You can't do that. And the, the commentaries say, even if the, the, the boss says, hang on a minute, I'm paying you more than other people get paid. I'm, I, I offered you more money. So now I'm demanding more hours. Even then, the, the workers can say, no, 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 no. You're offering us more money because you want us to do a better job. So that's how we understood it. The normal custom is to work from nine to five. You can't demand more hours. Even if you're paying us more, that's because you want us to do a better job than other people, which we're happy to do. But we're not going to work longer hours. You can't demand that from us if that was not in the original contract. We go by what's called minag hamadina, the local custom, the way things are done in that, lo- in the, in that locality. So if, if, the, if the, the norm is nine to five, that's, that's it. Continues the Mishnah. And this will get more relevant to our case. In a place where the custom is to give them their food, that the boss provides food for the workers, then he has to give it to them. Meaning even if that was not specified in the contract, but if, but if, 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 he, if that's the local custom, then that's the expected thing. You've got to do it. And where the custom is to provide them with sweet food, he must give that to them. 
which obviously the Mishnah here is referring to like a better quality or more enjoyable food, not just basic food, but sweet, nice food. If that's the, the local custom, if that's the expected thing, if that's the norm, then he has to do that for them. Everything, the rule is everything should follow the Mindag Hamadina, the local custom. So this is a very important principle that this Mishnah is laying down in all business transactions, in, in, all, in all cases of, of employment. Everything follows the local custom unless specified otherwise. You can make any, any condition you want in the contract, but without making conditions, it goes by the local custom. What's the norm in the place? The Mishnah then continues with an interesting story. It once happened that Rabbi Yochanan ben Masya said to his son, go and hire laborers for us. So the son went and made a deal with some laborers and he specified to provide them food. When he came to his father and told him, what a, yeah, I've hired some laborers and I made a deal with them that we're going to give them food. He said, my son, even if you give them a banquet like King Solomon in his heyday, you will not have fulfilled your obligation to them. Because they're sons of Avram, Yitzchak and Yaakov, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. They deserve the best. So now you've obligated yourself to give them food. But what does food mean? These, they're, they're, they're royalty. Jewish people, descendants of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, you're going to have to feed them better than King Solomon in his heyday would feed his, 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 uh, his family. So quickly, says the father, go before they start work, before they start, go and tell them on condition that I'm only obligated to give you bread and beans. Because if you don't specify that, then you're obligated to give them the best food in the world. So that story in this Mishnah seems to say that because he didn't specify what he's going to give them, so then he has to give them the best food in the world, unless specifying the minimal. But, but the commentaries say the reason why that is the case is because it was in a place where it's normal to give food. That was the, 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 the unspoken agreement is when you hire workers, you feed them. Because he specified, I'm going to give you food, where he didn't need to specify that. That, that implies you're giving something in addition. You're giving like extra. You're giving the best food. And so therefore, if you're going to say something, say, I'm just going to give you minimal food. Don't, 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 don't offer more than the norm. Because then, then you can't fulfill your obligation. And concludes the Mishnah. Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel says, It was not necessary. He didn't have to do all that. For everything should follow the local custom. We go by the, the principle that we laid down earlier. Everything follows the local custom. And so therefore, even if you agree to give them food, what does food mean? It means the normal food that is eaten around the place. You don't have to give them any more than that. So you don't have to specify, I'm just giving you bread and beans. You, you, can, you can just say, I'm giving you food, and that means whatever the local custom is. So this mission is a, is a, is, it lays down a really important principle in Jewish law, and that is that the wording of a contract of an agreement always is determined by local custom. So it, you can't put in a word that you mean this, even though they might think that in a, in a, in a contract. You, that word is, what does that word normally mean? What do people in your locality, locally, what do they understand that word to be? So going back to our case, lunch. What does lunch mean? What does it mean that lunch is included? So we would, we would agree that if there would just be a few crackers on, on the table, that's not called lunch. We agree that that's not lunch. 
A drink is not lunch. It has to be something decent. We would agree that if there's a, f- a few stale sandwiches from last week provided for the, for the workers, that's not lunch. Lunch means something that's edible, that's enjoyable, that's, that's, that's enough. If there'd be 20 sandwiches put out for 40 workers, that's also not providing lunch. We, we, we agree with that. The question is in this, what about sushi, a platter of sushi? Is that lunch? Is that, is that, is that called lunch? And if it's sushi every day of the week, is that called lunch? It's funny you're saying all this now because lunch just arrived, by the way. <laughs> There's lunch. That's called lunch. That's definitely called lunch. But is a platter of sushi every day called lunch? So let's apply our, our rule from the mission. The mission is what is the minagamandina? What is the local custom? So I would argue that really depends. Different times in different places have different custom, have different expectations or norms. Is sushi considered a normal lunch that you would serve it to everyone every day and expect them to be happy? I think that it really depends. In probably Sydney, Australia, 2020, sushi is a very accepted, common and popular food. There are a lot of different types of sushi. And probably you would say, probably most people in, in, our, in our times and in our place would see sushi as a fair lunch even every day. But think about your grandparents. If you would have served sushi to your grandparents for lunch, they would not have recognized it as being edible. What is this? This is something exotic, like something, you know, maybe you try it once to see what it's like, but like, this is not normal food. I'm supposed to eat this. Like, they would would ridicule it. Give give me like a a good uh, corned beef sandwich. That's lunch. But little pieces of rice and and leaves, and uh, this this is not food. They didn't even cook the fish. So it very much depends on the circumstances of the place. And so we can only answer this question if we know the culture of the place around it. And so his complaint saying, I don't like sushi, so therefore you haven't given me lunch. Well, would most people be happy with sushi? Would they be happy with it every single day? If so, so then we say, I'm sorry, your taste is an exception to the norm, but this would be an acceptable norm. So in that case, not. However, if you could argue that not everyone would be happy with sushi every day, and it's it, it, it's 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 like it would be common for somebody to not like that, to not accept that, to not want to want to have sushi every day. So then I would say you could have an argument for this guy that the 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 contract said lunch. Lunch means normal lunch that most people would be happy with on a daily basis. So you might have an argument. To have to have to be uh, uh, compensated for the lunch that he can't eat. Even more than that. So, if the if the locale custom was lunch is provided, and this guy specifically specified he's going to provide lunch, and they were yidden, then he has to give him exactly what he requests for lunch, according to the rabbi that said, make sure you specify it's bread and beans. Otherwise, you have to feed them to. Solomon's standard. Correct, correct. But the, the conclusion of the Mishnah is that it doesn't go by personal taste. It goes, it goes by local custom. So, so you, you can't say, I don't like this lunch. That's not enough. It has to be, that's not considered a lunch in this place. That's, 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 that, that's considered a snack or that's considered, considered an exotic lunch that not everyone would, would be satisfied with. If you, if you can, if you can show that... Out. 
you can now rebrand the Nefesh Kiddish lunch provided. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. And no one, can, no one can complain. <laughs> Thank you very much, Rabbi. Have Thank a great you. day. All the best. Enjoy God your lunch, guys. whatever it may be. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Thanks.